Hello, and welcome to the EKU School of Business 5Q series. I'm Mike Hawksley, and I'll be your host for today. In this 5Q podcast series, we have a chance to get to know our colleagues, our students, our graduates, and all of our friends of EKU Business. We have a chance to hear from people who believe in EKU, from people who have a dream and find a way to realize that dream, and to hear from seasoned business professionals. And with this opportunity, we want to engage our students and our future students and all of our stakeholders to give some insight on what goes on behind the scenes inside the School of Business. We want these interviews to act as an oral history, describing what went on in years past, what we're working on today, and what we hope for the future. But first, this podcast is brought to you by the Eastern Kentucky University School of Business, housed in the beautiful Business and Technology Center on EKU's main Richmond campus, the EKU School of Business, graduating the most coveted business students in the region. Our undergraduate and graduate degree programs have produced global leaders and innovators. Are you the next great business leader? It's a great day to be a colonel, a business colonel. Thanks, Allison. It is indeed a good day to be a colonel. And now, before we start, a salute to those that serve in the past, present, and future. Colonel's orders. Fire the cannon. And now, let's get on with our five Qs. Today, we're getting to know a member of our university leadership team. We're here with Dr. Tom Martin. Dr. Martin is the executive director of the Center for Economic Development, Entrepreneurship, and Technology. He is the interim vice president for research and also an assistant professor of management. Hello, Tom. Thanks for being with us today. Mike, thank you for inviting me. We'd like to get to know you a little better, and to that end, I'd like to ask you a few questions. First, we'd like to know a little about your background. Where did you grow up, and where did you go to school? Mike, I grew up right here in Richmond. I uh, My parents taught at the university. My dad taught in the biology department, and my mom was a uh, second-grade school teacher over at Model Laboratory School, and I went to Model K-12. through Went to Eastern as an undergraduate with a BA in organizational communications. I also received my MBA from EKU as well. Well, very good. How did you come to be a part of the EKU family? Well, born into it, really. I mean, going back to the, you know, my parents came here from, father was at the University of Tennessee working on his doctorate and was part of the big wave of faculty that came in the late 60s with the explosion of growth that the university had and stayed here at the university until he retired in the early 2000s. And my mother taught at model, like I said, for 27 years, uh, teaching second grade, taught reading and reading and writing. So, so you've literally spent the, the greater part of your life here on Eastern's campus. Yeah, so when someone says, well, I've been here for, you know, 25 years or 30 years, and I say, well, I've been here for 46. Starting to feel like home. Yes. It, I've been walking around this campus since I was a very young child, and so it's been a part of my DNA since I can remember. Third question. As a member of the business faculty, what's the number one opportunity you'd like to see addressed? For the business faculty, I think it is this uh, imbuing in our students this notion of creating a job versus getting a job. Uh, in the 21st century economy, we have uh, what I teach my students. We are in the age of abundance, automation, and Asia. And so the world is flattened. Uh, its transaction costs to uh, start businesses and services have collapsed. The abundance of products is uh, 
on an exponential scale. And we can ship jobs and careers and products and services anywhere in the world. So how do our students that are graduating from Eastern, what is their value proposition? When you and I graduated from school, we just needed to have the degree, and we were on our way. We, we might not have known what we were going to do, but we knew we'd get a job. Students aren't so sure anymore, so they need to have a combination of critical thinking skills, creative thinking skills, complex problem solving, and being able to communicate those complex problems into solutions. And so how do we get our students to think more entrepreneurial? They can still go work for a Fortune 500 company, but they need to learn how to be entrepreneurs inside those systems. But we also want students to think about what is that passion that you have? What is that thing that keeps you up at night? What is the problem that you feel like you are uniquely given the opportunity to solve? And why don't you go solve that instead of waiting for someone else to do it? Why don't you take up that mantle? And so our opportunity to imbue that with students, to educate them on the importance of that, I think is a real, real big runway for the university. Fourth question, what new and interesting projects are you currently working on? So I'm currently the executive director for the Center for Economic Development, Entrepreneurship, and Technology, as well as the interim vice president for research. And it's really combining those roles, Mike, is that we have researchers on this campus, faculty who are engaged in really important work. And how do we take that work and distribute it out to uh, society at large? Lee Todd, who was the president of the University of Kentucky, said that in Kentucky, we have the Kentucky Uglies, which is diabetes, low infant mortality rates, lung cancer, everything that the state should be bad at or is bad at, we lead the country in. And so our faculty who are engaged in research across a wide variety of platforms from business to science to criminal justice to environmental health, all of those unique, talented faculty have answers that they can bring to the table for, for these big problems. And as a university, we are an institution of instruction first and foremost. That's what our bread and butter is. But we also have, frankly, Mike, a moral obligation to take discovery out into the world and solve big problems. We do need to have someone that creates the better lemonade stand, for sure. But also, we need to have faculty engaged in cancer, diabetes, these things that in Kentucky are a real issue. And then you look at our economy. Aerospace is our number one export. How can the university be engaged in that? What are the research frontiers that we need to be taking advantage of? And this university should be leading the way in some of those areas. I think this opportunity that you come with, a perspective about our university, gives you an interesting opportunity to, to see the bigger picture that, that a lot of faculty members are more narrowly focused in their research and their program and you get the luxury, you get the opportunity to, to see things through a different lens, from a different altitude. Well, and I would be honest, Mike, I really benefited from the four years that I spent at the Council on Post-Secondary Education. The Council on Post-Secondary Education is the coordinating board for higher education. We are not a system state like Pennsylvania or Texas or North Carolina. The coordinating body in Frankfurt has to work with these universities on a variety of activities from student success to enrollment to research and having the opportunity to work with eight public universities and the private schools and the KCTCS community system really gave me a, a broader view of what a university could do and also what the faculty in that university could do. Because before that, I was like any other faculty member when someone was asked to you know, sign up to help with a committee or, hey, we need someone to lead in this position. I was the first one that dove under the desk hoping that nobody would see that. 
but being at the council was really beneficial for for my perspective that the university can be an engine of not only for academic and economic good but a social engine for the public discourse civility those kind of things and so coming back to the university as the executive director of said it was a real opportunity to take those things that i had been exposed to at the council the nationwide work that i got to do in places like north carolina tennessee texas arizona and say we can take some of these best practices and bring them here to eastern kentucky university Question five, from your perspective, what does the future hold for the EKU School of Business and for her graduates? Well, talking about innovation and entrepreneurship earlier, I think there's a, there's a long runway for our graduates. When we talk, Mike, to employers, they're always very pleased with how students can, students who are coming out of EKU are ready to take on those critical and creative thinking responsibilities and to execute on those things. When we look at a degree, a degree is largely a networking and signaling device. And when you compare a degree from EKU to a Ivy League school or even an SEC school, on paper, that sends a signal to an employer of a certain value or a certain worth. But what those employers tell us is time and again that that signal is usually a bias against good decision-making because hiring the EKU student out of the College of Business, they are ready day one to get their hands dirty, get involved, and, and help make decisions to further the goals of the firm. And so I think that uh, capitalizing on that, that strength, that unfair competitive advantage that we have over our uh, sister universities is something that we need to exploit. Very good. Well, Tom, thanks for being here. We appreciate you spending this time with us. Go Colonels. Go Colonels. Go Colonels.